Hey, you guys, welcome to Ghosted Stories. It's Chelsea. It's Aaron. And it's Coach Karen Elda. Yay. Hey. Yay. Yay. Thanks, oh you guys. God. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. Co- I feel like me. I have to address you as Coach Karen. <laughs> oh. Like as if we're in like JV volleyball. I mean, Coach I, Karen. I kind of <laughs> insist on it. That's why I call myself Coach Karen. <laughs> so, okay. We're it's because I was so unathletic as a child. Seriously. <laughs> really? You weren't athletic so at all? So Of course, this magnificent physic that you see before you today was cultivated uh, thanks to Jane Fonda tapes after the age of 15. Oh my god. TVT, Jane Fonda. By the way, did you see her at the Emmys? Oh, she looked amazing. I missed the Emmys. I was on 80 years, years old. Like, she was 80 I years old. Respect, it. man. Oh, Incredible. Yeah, fantastic. This is for anyone who's ever thought that they were too old to date. This is how hot you can it's look in right. like 50 years. Exactly. Yeah. Jane Fonda as our role model. Um, well, Karen, just briefly how you came into our lives. So we shot a super secret Bravo project together. That's launching to on released. the 18th of October. I hope everybody's going to watch. Oh, my God. Everybody tune in. Mm-hmm. It's going to be airing nationally on the Internet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Around <laughs> so the world actually, on the Internet. They're airing it. They're airing it. Airing it. So Are we, they really? We're going to get some serious details. And oh, my God. Be very, I had no idea. <gasps> I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm already ready. <laughs> I would have, like, gotten my bangs trimmed if I would have known it was going to air on TV TV. Okay, well, this is very Chelsea. exciting. Breaking news. Television. Live. <laughs> this is live breaking news. Um, by the way, just because the people demand it whenever we're not recording in our apartment, in my apartment, just so you know, we're recording in a very creepy, abandoned <laughs> Like you, like, you're creeped out by it. I, I like it. This <laughs> is my vibe, and this is the amount of light I want around me. At any we're, time. we're basically in a studio that we used to show, shoot like Girl Code and some other shows that I work on, mm. but it's empty right now, and there's just like dark sound blankets all over the walls. the The lights only turn as high as like I don't know, dim basement rec room. Yeah, it, it feels very. Our mom and dad gonna kick us out of here is the point. I but also, I'm kind of this. turned on. I think it's very sexy. It's like very mm-hmm. mood lighting. Any who's So that's how Karen and I met. And Karen, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself? You have an interesting backstory of how you came to be doing what you are now, which is relationship coach, sure. life coaching. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's actually an interesting background period for any kind of coaching. I uh, have been a luxury marketer for the entirety of my career, and then you're a boss bitch. Uh, totally, but like more elegant than that. <laughs> and about a year a ago, boss lady, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it, I, I had a secret passion that I never talked about. But about a year ago, I had a f- personal tragedy. My oh. cats died, mm-hmm. both of them in the same month, and I also mm-hmm. lost my business in the same month. Oh my god! Wow. And it was a very, very traumatic month. That today, and you can hear my vibe. I'm totally fine. Everything's okay. But what oh I right. did was. To get out of the funk, I just went back into what I always loved doing, which is crisis counseling or suicide counseling on crisis hotlines. Oh, wow. And I'm a trained person for this thing. You can't just get online oh, and sure. answer calls and go, hey, I hear you want to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you are actually trained for it. And I loved it That's very, very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had been diving into this world for many, many years before that. I'd hired all of the best coaches on the planet. You name them. I've done their course. And I uh, realized that I was really good at it. So I became a certified executive and personal tr- coach. That's so cool. I launched with Enthusiasm Coaching in January this year. And I don't mind telling you, the programs are selling out constantly. Live with Enthusiasm and Date with Enthusiasm, which is for love. Mm-hmm. 
And then I got booked on Bravo, and that's how I met Chelsea. Yay! And I don't mind telling you that I went to one of Karen's uh, sessions. Oh, you did? And it was amazing. I brought my boyfriend. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's because it's about... It's called Seven it's Steps to Soulmate. And so I was like, if I'm dating someone, can I bring him? Or is that just going to be, you know, send us into a downward spiral if we come out of it being like, are we soulmates? But no, we both really enjoyed it. You made us sit in the front, which was, I was a little <laughs> bit nervous, but it was well worth it. I love it when couples are sitting in the front. <laughs> and I also really love the discussions that come out of it, which is what it really is a soulmate versus oh regular dating. A hundred percent. I didn't even realize when we got home, my boyfriend pulled out, like he had taken a couple of the worksheets that you put out that I forgot to even grab. He's like, I got the worksheets. He's Good like, man. I know. Marry and him. I was like, I love this. Um, so yes, we have your worksheets. We had a great time. So everybody highly recommended karen's class if you're in new york city but i'm sure you no i i'm i'm, in L- I'm speaking in la on yeah. thursday i'm That's speaking great. in dallas i perfect. speak all over the country okay and perfect. the program is virtual so you can do it in your house oh in your bathroom technology Amazing. and Would still you? enjoy seven hours of me <laughs> what it's seven hours <laughs> seven it's seven hours of videos audios and worksheets yeah wow it's a great program can that you really great. you're not supposed to do them all at once you'll die <laughs> what? Yeah. Is it like I, the I really ring? Do like recommend that you die. do it once a week mm-hmm. for optimal results, and most people can download that information properly, yeah. and everybody sees a huge shift. It works every time. That's amazing. How did you like uh, come up with the program? Well, Day with Enthusiasm followed my signature coaching uh, technique, which mm-hmm. is a three-step process, mm-hmm. and it started with Live with Enthusiasm. I took more than twenty-six online programs before I wrote my own, mm-hmm. and I also had been in coaching for more than four and a half years. So I created my own system, and then I just wrote the program. And you know, it's funny. Have you ever? I mean, you're a writer, Erin. Mm-hmm. Have you ever written something that just was so easy that you almost didn't have to do the work other than the planning? Yeah, just, definitely. Yeah. It just yeah. comes naturally. That's yeah. exactly what That's this when you know like. you're on to yeah. something. That's that big magic. From, it was truly yeah. magic. And I, I mean, I, I've written three seven-hour programs by now because I also have Lead with Enthusiasm for Corporations. Yeah. And uh, it's it just flows. That's What's the most? And so, I mean, that's a very provocative title, Seven Weeks to Soulmates. Yes. And how do people, like, have you... Um, I guess what's the most interesting feedback you've ever gotten from a client who went through the course? Like, well, look, exciting results. Date with enthusiasm, seven weeks to soulmate launched in April of this year. So not very long ago. And since then we have had two people who have had serious commitment issues move in with people and one person who is 57 years old get engaged. Oh, wow. So this is absolutely incredible, but that's really not the point at all. The most provocative question that I get, and I always get, and that I got on Bravo too, Uh is, so can you find your soulmate in seven weeks? Right, of course. I'm not going to provide you with a soulmate. You are a grown-up, and you will be doing (laughs) the work. But what you will attain for sure, a million percent, is the soulmate mindset, which is a completely different way of looking at dating, it's a it's a mindset game, and all of this is an inside game. You know that, right? A hundred percent. So, before we go into your ghosted story, can I dip a little bit into your love life, Karen? Yeah, I love that because you told us a little bit offline that you're in kind of a new exciting situation. So why don't you tell <laughs> us so that then we have context for your ghosted story? You know what? We're talking about something that is. A sideline now. Everything, all the channels are open. And I always have something new going. You know this already, I Chelsea. I do. There's You're always someone new. But right now, there is someone who is just above and beyond delighting. He's the cutest thing ever. He's 26 years old, so 
slightly younger than me. You're 26 and a half. I mean, I look 26 and a half, but I'm like a lot more than that. <laughs> and uh, it's just so charming. It's so much fun. And how, so this is very new. Did you use your own techniques to to open yourself up to allow I don't this, need to use suitor into your I'm life. already in a very very optimal mindset so I'm unmessable with it's and in an, a really nice way I'm relaxed and I'm happy and I'm joyful and I I really do practice what I preach and I live it every single day and if you date like that believe me the only thing that matters is finding exactly what you want that's that's the only thing that'll take you time how did you meet him on so do you remember we were talking about apps and the ones that I yeah. thought were absolutely detrimental? Yeah, yeah. So I have a lot to say about apps like Bumble and Tinder. Let's get into it. And I mean this in the nicest way. Right. While they are enormous and they are hugely proliferate, we we cited some great statistics on Bravo. Mm-hmm. For example, that fifty five percent of the U.S. population is single. Right. That at least fifty million people, according to the last Tinder um, statistics, are on Tinder. Just one app. Wow. And and that and this is the most troubling one of of them all, that the average person on Tinder and Bumble is using them for seventy nine minutes a day. Wow. Now listen, I'm not gonna make any judgments on your persona. I will always work with you as you are. But sure. if you have seventy nine minutes to spend on a dating app, you're doing something wrong <laughs> with your life. And truly, you can refocus this enormously. And so what we started to talk about was dating mindfully just from the act of selecting your apps and curating your time better. Yeah. And some of the apps that I talk about that are, I mean, of course, this is one of the resources that is available to us. That's wonderful. If you want to use Tinder and Bumble, I will say, great, except limit your time. Watch your time like a hawk because it is way more valuable than swiping. Number two, make sure that you follow up on all of these swipes and all all of these um, messages that are being sent diligently right. because otherwise it is enormously a waste yeah. of your time. Yeah, it's just like mindless swiping. It's just Absolutely. like boredom swiping. Yeah. Which, is, which is not a th- a the mindset of right. dating. It's totally. not. If you want to hook up, God bless. I'm the f- last person who's right. going to say no. Yay. But then like follow through the hookup. But follow through the hookup. Yeah. It's a completely different thing. Yeah, totally. And finally, you can also just curate the apps. There are apps like The League like Hinge, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Talkify, that yeah. all that have very distinct um, interfaces, whichever one suits you, and yeah. very distinct populations, but also that send you a very finite amount of right. likes and suggestions a day. And that's great because that optimizes your time anyway. And Hinge, by the I way, agree. if you don't reply, it will send you a message saying, don't leave them hanging. Right, right, right. Which is to very charming. You. Absolutely. And yeah, I agree. I think the ones where kind of it does send you, they send you like a curated list of people. It makes it seem more manageable too. Absolutely. And you feel, you know, hopefully on the other person's uh, um, and they also feel like somehow it's, you know, more valuable or more. Because when you just have so many options on Tinder and Bubble, I think yeah. that's when everything People lose their goddamn minds. It's very true. And really, like they're never satisfied. You know that all success is down to habit. And right. if you own your habits, you you really manage to get vastly different results. And that's only on the superficial level. We're right. going to talk about the spiritual level, too. Right. Um, so anyway, I met uh, this fantastic new young man on Hinge because I did my settings incorrectly. I didn't put that <laughs> my age discrimination was a deal breaker all right all right that's the story you're sticking to Karen. so he found me i mean (laughs) who doesn't like young men but uh yeah delightful this is really fun fun. oh my god well congratulations um well i really mean we have so much to talk about so let's Mm -hmm. i want to 
start heading towards your ghosted story. But first, Karen, we have a delightful segment that we always force our guests to do. <laughs> this is just in case um, people listening don't have access to Google and can't figure out what you look like. Help them find you in their mind's eye by telling them who would play you in like the Lifetime movie about you. Oh, please. That's so <laughs> easy. I look exactly like Katy Perry. Oh, my oh. gosh. Yes. A hundred percent. You know what's funny? Except her boobs are bigger. <laughs> lucky, lucky young woman. Even when I met you, I was like, why does she look so familiar to me? But I couldn't like. I also get Monica well, from Friends say, a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I was going to say Demi Courtney Moore. Cox. But now I oh, think, yeah, you do Demi look like. Demi Moore's a good one, too. Yeah, oh Monica gosh. from Friends. Karen, you have so many good choices. Yeah. yeah. I know. I like but Penelope Cruz with green eyes, but let's just go with. <laughs> 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 no. I mean, then so, everybody can just Google me. It's K-E-R-E-N-E-L-D-A-D. Yes. Yes. And then they can see you. Okay. But that's fun too. And then when you do have your, you know, lifetime contacts you to make the life story about you, they'll we know already. Yeah, we can give them a list. Of I don't who think to go we're going to need that, Chelsea. We're going <laughs> to get a new TV show on Bravo <laughs> called Coached with Karen and Chelsea. Yay. Oh, let's and that's do it. exactly. And we'll coach celebrities. You know, like Chris Jenner, that's my number one celebrity to coach. I don't think she needs a coach. I think she needs a coach and I, I want to be her coach. But for a lovely life coach? I really don't care. I want to live good. with her and just spend time <laughs> with her and get close to that mind. She's amazing. My she's, god. She's yeah. Talk about a, a law of attraction practitioner. <laughs> wow. Um uh, I always saw the story of when I was producing Chris Jenner on this weird VH1 show I used to work on and my fucking phone went off <gasps> and it made it's like that's the least professional I've worked in live TV for so long to have your phone go off but it was because I had just switched that morning the time I take my birth control oh. and so it wasn't my actual phone like I had my phone ringer off but I forgot my alarm was set to remind me to take my birth control because we were taping her segment at a special time that we aren't usually live so it was mm-hmm. nowhere in my mind to like oh your phone whatever and so my phone ringer also is I don't want to wait by Paula Cole which you might also know <laughs> as the Dawson's theme good Dawson's Creek theme song and well, so that started to go off and I that. exactly <laughs> And, and I just, jump out like, the window. shit my pants and, like, jumped out the window and ran out of the studio with my phone. And Chris, I mean, she didn't give it. She made a funny joke, mm-hmm. like, about, like, oh, it's because she was talking. She was then married to Bruce at that time. And she was like, oh, is that Bruce calling now? Like, she just made a funny little joke. No one cared. And then afterwards, my boss, who's such a hard ass, and I was, like, terrified of him, still terrified of him to this day. He turned around and was, like, glaring at me. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm fired. But he just goes... I'm not even mad because that was fucking hilarious. And I'm like, okay, we're good. We're good. So that's my Kris Jenner story. It's a very Uh good story. (laughs) It's a very good story. (laughs) Thank you. Everything I've heard about the Kardashians and working with them, though, is always that they're, like, so professional and so nice. and So sweet. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm very excited to meet each and every one of them. I think <laughs> it's going to happen. I can For feel sure. it. Hashtag coach. Hashtag coach. Bravo. Spread the word. Oh, wait, it's a thing. is this Bravo calling us now? You know oh, that I literally wait. texted Marnie the next day. I was like, <laughs> I have a concept for you. <laughs> It's a it. really good idea. I love it. Oh, yes. I just put my phone so on. That's good. my boyfriend so and my cat so photobombing good. my boyfriend. Okay. So uh, give us some context then. Give us sort of as much as you're willing to reveal a little bit of your overall relationship history so that we can understand and have context for the story you're going to tell us and the rest of the things we're going to talk about. Well, I wrote Date with Enthusiasm from a place of deep, deep knowledge. And I'm sharing this. um, I I think that one of the great gifts of being a coach is you have to work from a certain degree of life experience, right? And come through something. So I'm divorced. I divorced my ex-husband because I married the perfect man. And that's how I love to start my talks. Here's the thing. You will get 
exactly what you ask for. So if you're asking for crappy stuff, and many people are asking, sure. most people are asking for much less than they deserve, sure. they will get that. And I asked for pretty much everything that goes on a superficial checklist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had been engaged a couple of times. I was 32 years old, so I thought I was dying of old age at the time. <laughs> and I asked the universe for the following traits. Tall, obviously. Who doesn't obviously. have tall on their list? <laughs> very important. Really good hair. This was very, very important to me. That's Aaron. a good one. No chest hair. Okay. I want, I want to make that head. clear. That's All on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, European... And had been in New York for under three years because I decided that anyone who had been in New York for longer than three years was jaded. Okay. Good job, which translation, banker, high salary. Sure. Obviously. 100%. I was a woman who at the time had a cat named Nasdaq. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, really, uh, and spoke four languages. I I speak several languages and this was very, very important to me. Sure. I'm sure you're all chuckling, at least inside your heads, about how ridiculously superficial this was. But I was essentially trying to attract someone from my superficial qualities to match my superficial whims. Sure. Within a week of writing this checklist, it's a true story, there are witnesses, I met Cedric in an elevator. Oh my gosh. He rode up with me, and then he rode downstairs, asked the doorman for my phone number, persuaded me to go out with him over the following couple of weeks and asked me to marry him six months later oh my goodness and this was it was this an apartment building it was in an apartment building oh wow and uh so wait you guys lived in the same building we did oh my gosh that's so crazy we did we did and i had always noticed him because he smelled really good and he was in (laughs) fact tall and had great ears actually very good looking guy he looks like john ham from Mad Men. so i wonder what in that moment because he's also as evil as hitler but we're just gonna (laughs) go with he looks like john ham from Mad Men. i didn't ask for nice i didn't ask for kind i I didn't ask for comfort. I didn't ask for ease. I didn't ask for clarity. I didn't ask for warmth. I didn't ask for giggles and fun. I asked for tall and no chest hair. And that is what the universe just yielded to me. Mm -hmm. Now, as time unfolded, of course, I realized that I was, in fact, with El Diablo. (laughs) However, at that point, I'd already made up my mind that I was getting married. And so we... So before you got married, you knew it was wrong? Yeah, of course I did. Of course I did. I knew that I wasn't in love, and I knew Mm -hmm. that this was a very faulty relationship, but I also knew that this was coming hell or high water going to be the life lesson. And right. so we got married and then we got divorced. And after the divorce, I wasn't even angry. I realized already what had happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went about rebuilding my life. And that's really when I became obsessed with self-helpery because it was the first time I wasn't turning the eye on to others. I was looking at myself. And I came up with a, a really magnificent version of myself that's banging and really happy right now. And now I can teach it to other people. I love that. What a like this. I still can't get over the fact though that you noticed him at other times. So then he did not notice you, presumably, until you put forth this yes. idea in the universe. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah. Well, it isn't crazy. And here's it's not crazy for those of us who understand how the universe works and right. believe that the law of attraction is profoundly what is moving us. Right. By the way, the law of attraction sounds very woo woo, but it's not. It's a law of physics. And that's like attracts like. Everything in our universe is vibrating of energy. You are vibrating, Erin. You are vibrating, Chelsea. This chair is vibrating. This table is vibrating. This microphone. We all have a frequency. Mm -hmm. We are, of course, familiar with the concept of frequencies because today we use cell phones and we use laptops and we know that something is making them work. Right. Right? So... Essentially, everything has a frequency, and there are lower frequencies and higher frequencies. But the second you think a thought, it has a frequency. Right. It means that when you're turned on, there is a magnetic response that right. will happen. 
Wow. And so we can talk about this, but what most people are offering almost all the time before they enter soulmate love is resistance, is the many, many reasons why it will not work out or why it should work out in a very limited way. And that's how we end up mucking it up and spending 79 minutes on Tinder and manifesting <laughs> people who ghost us. And resistance because you just, you aren't, aren't asking for enough for yourself or because you're resistant almost to something that actually would be the best thing for you, but you can't contextualize it that way. No, it's generally in general terms, resistance is doubt. It's doubt and it's it's the stress response to uncertainty. That makes sense. Let me talk to you about how this works in, in practice. And this is why this is all a mindset game, right? And it relates very nicely to ghosting. I love talking about ghosting. Oh my God, so do we. (laughs) Let's say that you are, you guys are both in relationships, but just put yourself in my shoes for a second. Let's say you're dating a new guy. You went on a date. It was an amazing date. You were wearing an outfit that was on fire. I mean, the hottest thing ever with the best shoes and the cutest clutch and your hair was on point and you weren't wearing a lot of makeup but you still looked like really, really pretty and then he absolutely loved you and all of your jokes were amazing and you were laughing with each other and the date lasts seven hours and he walks you home and he kisses you and it's just so passionate and the night is magnificent. There's a little mist that you feel on your cheek as you walk in the door. I'm getting emotional. (laughs) And then you don't hear from him for three days. Now you're gonna feel stressed. You will. Right. You will have a stress feeling. But right. is that stress feeling because A, you have not heard from a cruel, unkind person for three days? Or is it because you are assigning meaning to what has happened? Right. It's because I you're mean, assigning meaning. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Totally. And so this is what we mean by by resistance. You are creating so much doubt and so much uncertainty. You jump to so many as- conclusions in that period of time that you will end up manifesting different results. Right. And let me tell you how this story ends with one of my clients. It's an mm-hmm. exceptional case. That's when I started telling this story. So she freaks out sure. about this. And so she takes action, which we're going to learn from Oprah is the opposite of what you're supposed to do. And... What she did was she texted him going, I just wanted to let you know that I started seeing someone just in case you were going to get back to me. Oh, <gasps> but she wasn't, right? That's not she a power was trying move. to. No, that's not that's all of right. So she shut it down before it began because, of course, it is a preemptive strike. It's yeah. a defense right. mechanism. Of course. And she doesn't hear from him again. Of course not. Obviously. Yeah. And then months later, they bump into each other at a party. No way. And at the party, they have great rapport and they talk and somehow the the softness appears again. Sure. And he says to her, you know, are you still dating that guy? And she said, I have a confession to make. There was no guy. I just told you that because I hadn't heard from you and I, I didn't want, you know, my ego to be crushed. And he said, well, that's a shame. Because in those three days, I actually had been seeing somebody and I wanted to sort out my life before I got back to you. So maybe next time you don't make assumptions. (gasps) Now, this is exactly what we are talking about. I want you to remember that story all the time. You don't know what you don't know. And if you don't know what you don't know, why are you putting that resistance into the universe? Totally. Stay in faith always. Mm -hmm. Stay in faith always. Because the truth is, and Chelsea knows this because she's come to my soulmate talk, Principle number one of soulmates is soulmates are inevitable. If somebody is your soulmate, nothing will stop them. So if you are really in the presence of love, you must have the presence of faith and just know that it is. And not write your own narrative. And that's what my therapist always tells me. Chelsea, are you writing your own narrative? Something that's not actually happening? I'm like, maybe Dr. Rachel... 
Dr. Rachel is right. <laughs> Divorce the story and actually let life unfold for you. But it is so hard, especially when, you know, if you are someone who's dating a lot, and I'm sure the people that listen to our podcast and the people that, that come to you, it's like, it's hard to train yourself to not write your own narrative when right. you've been, when you've, you know, been through so much disappointment or experienced like so many shitty fucking tinder people what did you think though Aaron? i mean is that did you feel a peace and an easiness when you met pat and like was it and do you think because you specifically have talked before about that you when you met him you were putting out the energy of like i am looking for a boyfriend a hundred percent when you came to him. and i remember i met him in that end of february and i remember like new year's eve talking to a girlfriend and being like i'm gonna meet the man i'm gonna marry this year it's going to happen and just like really and being you at, knew yeah really being at peace with that fact yeah. and then yeah. do, doing the work though then i didn't just of like sit on my ass waiting for somebody to call uh i did okay keep was the only option at the of time of course so but you also did the internal work because if you didn't have right. re resistance in your vibration and you really did know because mm -hmm. it's not just about declaring i'm marrying george clooney this year right you have to really be in agreement with that totally and it, we figured out after the fact that we had met a bunch of times yeah and we were in the yeah. same sort of circles amazing and we never knew it yeah. and so then i think we did meet at the right time because i think had we met earlier it wouldn't have worked like just where i was emotionally was not in a place where i could have been a partner or you been are a, a magnificent partner. demonstration of soulmate love a magnificent mm -hmm. demonstration of soulmate love because it's not only inevitable but it truly is going to find you no matter what happens mm -hmm. and it's one of the delicious things that i see in people who are coupled up in soulmate love it through the years they realize how many different paths would have thrown them together right always mm -hmm. there was no coincidence right. and, and and a soulmate, by the way, can also end because soulmates are supposed to correct us. They're supposed to help us to elevate to the next level of our soul. They're teaching us a lesson. That's why this is, is the easiest relationship of your life. But the challenges it presents are very real and very mm -hmm. good for us. Totally. The second thing I wanted to say, Chelsea, was you're right. I am all empathy. I get it. I really do get it. It's not easy. But it actually isn't hard either. Because if I reduce myself to your level of thinking that this is very, very difficult, I can't help you. Right. I have to see everyone who comes to talk to me or to who goes through my programs as an Olympic champion because they are Olympic champions. They have to stop with the negativity first. Stop saying that dating is hard. Stop saying they're too old to date. P.S. J.Lo's 48. I think that excuse has flown out the window. <laughs> stop saying there are no good men or women out there. There was no genocide. They are still with us. <laughs> And really rise to their power and to empowering thoughts in order to, like Aaron, just know yeah. mm -hmm. it's coming. I got this. Yeah. Let's do this. It'll happen when it happens. Yeah. I yeah. agree 100%. And I think that's something that I tell my girlfriends who are single and something that I like have noticed with my friends who are in like really stable, great relationships. It's like those relationships aren't easy, but the getting into those relationships mm -hmm. was easy. What like I think a lot of times people are trying to force something because they that's just not working. Where it's like right. if you just relax, it'll happen or it won't happen. And if it didn't happen, it was never going to happen. Right. And I think people sometimes are tr are trying too hard to be like, this is my one shot, and if I let right. this one go, and that's never the truth. And there's it's always also somebody such a coming ridiculous again. thought. Think about this. Think right. about it. This is the one way that I can become happy. It's, yeah. it's the dumbest thought you can possibly think. It's literally like thinking this is the one job that I can possibly have. This is the one sandwich that can ever satiate my <laughs> hunger. 
That makes absolutely no sense. And I understand that with love we become very attached, but really remove the other person from the equation because you will be happy no matter what if you are determined to be happy. And when you are determined to be happy, sweetheart, they will come. And you know, this is a great point because I think it's a great interlude to ghosting. Yeah. Because you said if it doesn't, then it was never meant to happen. This is absolutely true. This is absolutely true. Ghosting, as I said on Bravo, is a gift. So tell us, tell us, and set a, tell us your ghosted story. Let's go for it. Tell us, and All then, right. and then we'll. I've unpack, only been ghosted we'll once in my day. life, Chelsea. Oh my and god! And I love telling this story because it's a great story. <laughs> but first, if I may, please, I would like to talk to you about Oprah. I would love to. That's all I ever want to talk about. Oh my Oprah god. and Beyonce. Oh god. Oprah, if you're listening, call us. Oh yeah. Oh Email god, us ghostedstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Oh, I, adore, I, adore I went Oprah. to a psychic and she was like, I see you working with Oprah. Do you work with Oprah? And I was like, honey, if I worked no. with Oprah, that would be a t-shirt <laughs> I wore and that would be the first thing you knew about me. <laughs> like, like I, I would ever shut up about it. Works with Oprah. Yeah. And I was like, no, I do not work with Oprah. I have a sign Oprah. in my office that says, what would Oprah do? Anyway, Oprah is a wonderful, magnificent illustration of this because truly we are we are trying to pivot from faith and this is an illustration of how if something is inevitable whether it's a soulmate or not if something is inevitable it will work out for you many years ago oprah was in bed in her pajamas in mississippi she was not yet oprah Mm -hmm. i guess she had the last name then (laughs) so she's in bed and she's reading the new york times because she's that cool and she was reading the book reviews and she read the book review for the color purple and as she's reading the book review she knows that this is her story While still in her pajamas, Oprah goes to the bookstore and starts reading the book in the bookstore. She's obsessed with the book because as she's reading page after page, it is so evident to her that this is her story. She becomes so obsessed with the book that she then and there buys every single copy that they had and starts handing them out obsessively to her friends. And for two years, she doesn't stop giving out those books until one day she hears that Steven Spielberg and Quincy Jones, who are Mm -hmm. still famous, Uh uh (laughs) are making a movie called The Color Purple or about the book. And she starts telling all her friends, how cute is Oprah, by the way, that she's going to be in this movie. She figures out how to go to the casting. She goes to Chicago. Oh, my gosh. Wait, so she didn't even... This is crazy. She wasn't an actress. She's not Oprah. She's not an actress. She goes to the casting. She stands in the line. She reads for the part. She knows it's her part. She feels in her bones that this is meant for her, as so many of us have felt about a lover Mm -hmm. at one point or another. Then she walks off stage feeling all badass, goes home, and does not hear for weeks. Kind of like our ghosted story, right? So ghosted. Then she does the same thing that my client did. She calls the casting agent. And she says, hey, what's up? And the casting agent says, why are you calling me? I am seeing real actresses. Alfre Woodard is up for this part. Mm -hmm. She's a real actress. You know what? We'll call you. And when she hung up the phone, Oprah started to feel for the first time that perhaps this was not her part. And so she did what Oprah does. She went to an open field and started talking to God. (laughs) She really tells this story and you hear this and you go, wow, you're amazing. So she's in the field and she says to God, God, I know that you have broader perspective and I know that if this isn't meant for me, then this isn't meant for me, but I'm angry about this. I want this role. This is my role. And I want to leave this field feeling very good about your decision and feeling happy having seen in my head that Alfre Woodard is in that role. And that it's honoring this magnificent body of work. And then she starts singing a song to Jesus, which I will not sing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great we'll song. It it's called I Surrender All. Yeah. I, I would Google the Faith Hill version. 
And by the end of it, she feels uplifted. She feels good. She feels that she can let Alfre Woodard have this role. And she's just thrilled about it. And she, she's at peace because she knows she did all she did. And in that moment, Steven Spielberg called mm-hmm. and said she had the role. Oh, my God. Did you and not know Oprah. that story? It's an excellent story. I knew story. that she wanted it. Like, I knew that she always, her true, like, passion originally before yeah. she got into, like, hosting was to be an actor and i but wait this is an exceptional story at that time i thought it wasn't like she was nobody like she had her i mean she she had had the oprah show she wasn't but it wasn't syndicated she was hosting a show yeah steven spielberg oscar-nominated actress of course the point is this the point is to illustrate that faith works by faith Mm -hmm. and that soulmate level is a vibration of intense faith and determination Mm -hmm. at the same time when you have faith and determination in the same place you cannot fail Mm-hmm. And recently, my life has decided to show me the same example. So, as I have shared with you, Chelsea, yes. I have been ghosted once in my life. And it really does suck. I mean, my heart does go out. I feel the ego blow. I mm-hmm. really do. Last year, I had one of those dates that was so good that I can't believe there wasn't a camera crew with us because it was unfreaking believe. <laughs> it was Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks in 1992. and the entire world would have watched this. It was so good. And his last name is Wright, R-I-G-H-T, which uh, makes it even worse. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Was it David Wright? No, the Mets. No. I don't know who that is, but oh. he sounds really hot. <laughs> um, no, this guy is a, just a different Mr. Wright, but it was a Mr. Wright moment, and it was just so magical. And, and for a month after that, we were just in such a weird, unbelievable, the kind of sex you only have when you're 14. I oh, didn't, wow. for I the did, record. I, I was, was like, like wow. Do you know what I mean? Like that grade of sex. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I was a natural. No, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you really are in that vibration where you're just so young and everything is so new and so, you know what I mean? Right. Everything mm-hmm. about this was a new, amazing and unbelievable experience. But a month later, unfortunately, we did not make it. And we didn't make it because we were both, as you said, Aaron, we were just in the wrong place for true lasting romance. I was going through what I was going through in my life, the big shifts with the agency. He was finishing up a divorce it really just was not the right time for us six months later because the cats had died and i was very very sad i reached out to him which was the mistake that oprah made when she called the casting agent which was the same and there are no mistakes by the way in soulmate love as i'm I'm about to show you but and as oprah has demonstrated right right but essentially i took action too soon and he ghosted me (gasps) we came together again and then he just never texted me back never called me back Mm-hmm. So you reached out to him to reconnect again or to whatever. And we did and reconnect. Did, and then you and did, then but I then wanted to see never... more of him and he just dropped me Got like it. it's hot. Got it. Months later, I bumped into him on the street. And the first thing he said to me was, I'm so sorry. I never got back to you. I felt very, very bad about that. He didn't even say hello. Mm. And I just <laughs> looked at him and I said, I don't even remember that. It's really good to see you. And I meant it. I was already at that Oprah place where I had not only completely let go, but I was thrilled for him. I think he's an amazing person, and it gives me enormous joy to think of him in happy contexts. And I just kept going on with my life because, as I have told you guys, my dream career has come to fruition in this year, so it's not exactly as if I was sitting at home and crying by the fireplace. Right. I'm good. Mm -hmm. We're good. Everything's good. And two weeks ago, I'm on Hinge. And he messages me. No way. On a dating app. Now you tell me what you think this is. And on Hinge, you can reply or you can just allow the person to talk. Sure. I'm a coach. I'm going to let you talk. (laughs) (laughs) So I just let him talk. 
Mm-hmm. And there trickled in the messages, where are you? How are you? How have you been? And finally, would you like to have a drink sometime? And this is like you've already had sex. You already ha- Oh, we've had a relationship. We've date, said the, the L word. Yeah, how long to ago text. Was this? So we broke up more than I mean, we broke up a year and a half ago and uh-huh. and we reunited a year ago. So this is a very out of the blue. Yeah. But there's no out of the blue. There's simply of out of course. the oblivion. Mm-hmm. It means that we were in the consciousness together. Sure. Still. And so the point is, uh, we are going to reunite and I don't know yet how this story ends, but what I can tell you is this. What is meant for you is meant for you. It has your name on it and it will find you no matter what you do. Mm -hmm. So you can just relax and be okay with any outcome because you should know by now that everything is always working out. This is like the spiciest part of all. So is this, are you still, would you want, like, do you feel like this could be your soulmate, Karen? Do you feel like you're a man to reconnect? I know he's a soulmate. (gasps) Uh, Again, it's a soulmate is supposed to elevate us to our next level of our soul. Andrew was the first time I ever said, I want to become a coach. I've never said that to anybody before. This is so exciting. And uh, he he was just a very, very interesting uh, seismic shift energetically for me. So no matter what happens, this is a great, great reunion of, of, people who have been beneficial, I hope, for each other. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what he wants, though. And I, I have to be honest with you. I don't care. Right. It doesn't matter. Either My life way. will continue to be awesome. Right. No right. matter what. But yeah, it's you a have your, like, hot little, hot little love puppy. Mm-hmm. You have your, like, oh, yeah, yeah, what's going to happen to him? How are we going to break the news to him? You have to, to send him? him back like he's a little fish. I think we shouldn't. I think we shouldn't think about that. Honestly, we don't even know. He could be the love of my life. I mean, Truth. it's very early days. We really right. don't know. Right. The, the biggest issue that people make and the reason you even get into doubt is when you start thinking about the future too soon and drawing conclusions. And like I said... If you just ask questions instead and enjoy the deliciousness of the unfolding of life instead, it'll show you what you need to see. It's yeah. not really for you to call. Yeah. Why are we always writing a narrative, Dr. Rachel? I know. Dr. Rachel, I need to get her on this podcast. But it's true. And I think so many things that we often talk about, too, on Ghosted Stories play into that. Number one, if you just focus on living your life and like your other passions instead of your passion being dating, even though to your point, not negating the like dating with purpose and, you know, putting your intent out there in the world. Um, but just not dwelling on focusing on your own life and then the, the person will come. And then also, um, putting out like, or I'm sorry, the opposite of kind of what you guys, the other side of what you guys were saying before in that if, nothing like no matter how hard you try you're not going to make someone be the one for you and also if they are the one you're not going to like send the wrong icebreaker and be you no. know what i mean like people exactly. sometimes like, yeah. what should i text no. it doesn't fucking there matter is, if you guys like each other it doesn't matter you, yeah. you can literally do whatever right. you want exactly. and you can do no wrong exactly. but it's also this attachment to to the making somebody love you right. that is just so antithetical to the vibration of, yeah. of love. If you really love yourself, if you really understand yourself, then someone who is not jiving with you does not matter right. to you. Simply doesn't matter. You let them right. go. You wish them well. But so your yeah. point and what we kind of were talking about the last time we were talking, y- you though still would advocate for you didn't mind that he completely ghosted you instead of just even sending a like, Hey, my situation changed. No. Like I can't really I do this anymore. No. And Rather than, but like all, what's wrong with just sending a little no, resentment isn't going to help you at all. And number two, you have to have empathy for the other side. First of all, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what's going on. Right. With him. And number two, 
if you do make an assumption, make the assumption that they're doing their best. They're doing the best they can. They are operating from their own limitations. Right. And this is the easiest. This was the easiest path for them. They are not bad people and they are not there to hurt you. Are there more courteous ways? Absolutely. But we are not always at our optimal self. Right, right, and right. That's okay. And by the way, I haven't been at my optimal self either. You should have met me going through a divorce. Did some weird, nonsensical <laughs> stuff. I mean, that's a good point too and something that maybe we've never explicitly got into on this podcast that, you know, even the most well-intentioned people can have those yes. moments like it doesn't you know i think and again we write the narrative like well he didn't talk what kind of a person does xyz and what type of a person doesn't just like send me the little text back and it's like well yes there are maybe like more play ways to handle things but you don't know if that just was a weird week for that person yeah right <laughs> you know i lost i, mean? I lost like, a key today at uh at, in my office and somebody said i'm i've never lost a key before and i looked at them and i said really you've never made a mistake before <laughs> think about it You've yeah, never made a right. mistake before. You've never treated somebody incorrectly before. You've never, and really, again, come from the un- assumption that the other person is truly doing their best. No right. one is there to hurt you. Right. In fact, nothing is ever happening to you. N- everything is happening for you. If, if you have the perspective that things are happening for you, you will always assign it positive meaning, and you will right. always see the best way forward. Right. To stay in the ghosting vibration, and, oh, my God, he did this to me, is not beneficial to anyone. Right. So take it as a like, well, thank you. You weren't the person for me. Yes. And on with my day. Good day, sir. Yeah, you have to have also the strength of character and understand that there's a certain way that you allow yourself to be treated. Because I think I agree with like we teach. Yeah, that's what coaches teach. (laughs) (laughs) But with like the ghosting stuff, too. And it's like I I'm happy to like assign the best attentions to people. But also I feel like there are people who just like aren't worth their time. And I feel like I've seen people go back and back to somebody because they keep saying like, oh, but he's a good person. But he's a good person somewhere in there. And it's like if he's not showing you a good person, it has nothing to do with the other person, Erin. It has to do with them and their standards. If their standards were flawless, if they knew what alignment was, if they understood what to look for, Mm -hmm. most people are not even understanding what to look for, Mm -hmm. and the basics were downloaded, they would not make excuses for another person. They would, in fact, the other persons of this um, opposing vibration would be very, very few and far between. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't cross them anymore, and you know that. When a person is ready, a person is ready. Mm -hmm. It's literally like, I I say this, uh, because people are asking me, well, if you're still single. I said, yes, but it's like looking for a job when you have piles of money. <laughs> when you're looking for a job from a place of intense security, you yeah. will always recognize exactly the job that is right for you and yeah. that truly will make your heart sing. You will not be compromising. Yeah. You will not be marrying this thing that right. is completely unworthy of you and treats you very poorly and has an anger issue mm-hmm. if you are in the vibration of I have piles and piles of money. Right, right. And that's what we teach. We teach you to get to that mindset fully, not superficially, not just by, you know, standing in front of the mirror and looking at yourself and saying, you're a badass, right. but really rewiring you on all fronts that are most common and removing the most common obstacles so that you can let go and, and move on. By the way, we also dedicate time to releasing a person because a lot of people become very, very attached to that one person who right. didn't treat them very, very well mm-hmm. and idealize them. Mm-hmm. This is very detrimental and we can take care of that. Yeah. Well, speaking of maybe that, what is your relationship like with your ex-husband? Because I feel like you mentioned at the top yeah, he's that awesome. you have like a good, yeah, I adore mean, him. you have a friendship. He's yeah. a great guy. Once we stopped relating to each other and wanting things from each other in that really bizarre 
conditional love pattern that we were in. We yeah. had both chosen each other from the same place. We started to see each other as human beings. Yeah. And we started to really relate to each other's greater qualities. He's exceptional professionally. I bounce almost all of my new projects off of him. That's awesome. We have a lot to talk about. I had dinner with him very recently in Miami with his new girlfriend, who, by the way, is perfect for him. Mm -hmm. They're exactly alike. They're aligned. And you can, you can definitely come through it. I don't think that you should be friends with your ex if you don't feel like it. That's fine. That's sure. not what I'm saying. I am saying, though, that when you're happy, you're happy. They, yeah. They're no longer vibrating in any way against you. And that's right. a very important point to say because I did mention that I'm currently interested, possibly, in a former lover. But it's not like I was sitting there thinking of him actively. Right. You weren't like pining no. away for him like you were living your life. And so then, there's yeah. there's actual mm -hmm. space here. Absolutely. And I'm pretty sure that he's had a very, very nice time over the last year as well. Right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And now you're both in the right place. We might be or we might be in the right place to at least take this forward to whatever it is. Absolutely. Let's see what happens. I'm excited. I and of course I have... An outfit to end all outfits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited about the outfit. To That's very and important. Yes, we got Aaron, a sneak peek. Seriously, this should be like, there should be a CNN camera crew with me. Well, mm -hmm. listen, if you need a dark, moody, empty space to go on that, you know, your reuniting date, just consider this studio. What a wonderful idea. <laughs> I shall suggest it. <laughs> just a soundproof room. A soundproof, <laughs> cheap you room. Just, like, you use your imagination. <laughs> For the perfect date. You're yeah. forced to only talk to each other. Okay. Uh, Karen, you are a true delight. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much for coming. This was amazing. Coming so out insightful. to do the podcast. Yeah. Um, it was so great to catch up with you. And also for the exciting breaking news that our Bravo thing is coming to fruition. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about it. So that's very exciting. Um, all right. Everybody listening. Check out Karen. Mm -hmm. your, your, your name, right? At Karen. K-E-R-E-N. Eldad.com. Check her out. Watch her lovely videos. Stalk her all over the U.S. Come mm -hmm. see her in person. Um, follow her on Instagram at Coach Karen. Send her some like <laughs> cat Instagrams, whatever. Love. I'm sure she'll be into that. And we'll, you know, send us fun cat things too. Ghosted <laughs> Stories Podcast yeah, at gmail.com. We yeah. also want to see them. We accept cats at Ghosted Stories Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Also, your emails. Thank you. We're going to do another listener email up soon. We're mm -hmm. getting some great stuff from you guys. Leave us a review. Thanks for all the reviews that you've been leaving us. Mm -hmm. Oh, and also, Quick follow up: the listener review that we read the last time, and the name was "All of the nicknames are taken." Yeah, like they were trying to choose like a username for themselves. So and all the, that was my best one for college, Katie. She Aww. was like, "I have a confession." <laughs> so thank you, Katie. Aww. Shout out to Katie. She listens to every episode. Also, her husband—I don't even know if Katie knows this—but her husband texted me the other day and was like, "So are like you know like a three or four year old son," and he, I guess, was like eavesdropping on katie listening to ghosted stories but they didn't realize it until later on he was like walking around like quoting things like in my sort of like voice <laughs> and like imitating me and they were like where the <laughs> fuck did you oh it was just it was something like you're welcome i know just doing something like that and they were like oh my god stop listening That's to your mother's cute. podcasts uh so shout out to katie and travis and their son warren warren go to bed Warren. If you're listening to this. Uh, but you guys are the best. Karen, you're the best. Everyone listening. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah. Boo. Boo. Yeah.